Episode 5, Merging Spaces. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Shabby and Chic, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Whether you're moving in with a significant other or even just a roommate, meshing styles and furniture with different tastes is tricky. And since we're young, we usually don't have that much furniture separately, but anyone who's worked for a while does start to acquire furniture and statement pieces that are tailored towards his or her personal tastes. Jackie and I both got married last year. She got married in April and I got married in November. So we moved in with our now husbands. So we went through this last year. I'm still currently going through it because we just moved in to this house right after we got married in November. And we're still moving stuff in, moving stuff around, trying to decorate the house. Jackie, I know that you've struggled with this as well. Absolutely. And we're still kind of in the process too, just because we got some hand-me-down furniture that we're now replacing with our own. And it's it's been a battle, but in a good way, I yeah. guess, to mixing figure out matching. what we want. Yeah, mixing and matching. Like my taste, and since I did live on my own for a year in like I guess I would it would qualify as a adult apartment, not with roommates anymore. I did start to acquire some furniture that was very specific to my taste. I talked a lot about my coffee table in the interior design episode that we did, episode 2. It is a white marble with like gold, like a gold base coffee table, which is very, very specific. Not everybody's taste. I was with Jordan at the time. We were engaged even. We were just dating. I don't remember. uh, Maybe we were just dating at that point in time. And so he okayed it, if you will. I told him I was buying it and he thought it was pretty. And I probably wouldn't have spent that much money on a piece of furniture knowing that we were going to get married if he didn't like it so my taste is luxe coastal like I talked about in episode two and his taste is very Scandinavian that might be a reason why he married me because I am a fourth Swedish One good thing is that we both love coastal, but the biggest issue is that we live on a mountain. So it would be really weird if our house was totally coastal, so. Absolutely, that would be a culture shock, I think, for anyone that came and visited you. It would be weird, but we, you know, if maybe if it was like a lake house, we could get away with some beachy stuff, but it would just be weird. I mean, we like have boulders in our backyard and front yard. It is, we live on a mountain. We have a mountain house. Can't be all beachy. You still try to get as much beaches in there as you can get away with, though. I do. (laughs) How would you describe your taste and Drew's taste going into your marriage? So like what I talked about in episode two, I have a farm style design taste and Drew thought he had a traditional style, which would be fine because traditional is very cozy and comfortable and it's graceful. It's, you know, hand carved wood or not necessarily hand carved, but nice carved wood and sleek lines. And so that will blend really well into farmhouse, Mm -hmm. except it turned out Drew doesn't really like traditional. (laughs) 
And we found this out when we were looking at some how we were going to decorate a room. And I don't even remember which one. Were you couch? Was it like couch shopping? Well, the couch, well, the couch shopping was something different entirely. Okay. (laughs) Um, But when you're looking at decor and I was like, well, this would look really good. And Drew was like, that doesn't sound too good. That's too farmhousey. I want more traditional. And I honestly just started doing it (laughs) because he doesn't know. And I already had some of these pieces. I didn't go out and buy too much without him and he would come home and he said oh that looks really good so it turns out he does have more of a farmhouse style than he thinks <laughs> but the couches he did try to get a traditional couch on me he has one rule for a couch and that's it has to be comfortable well when we went couch shopping he picked i think is the ugliest couch some people it's their thing that's fine the arms were curved outwards which is fine that's very traditional but then there's like a piece of wood going up there (laughs) wood paneling wood paneling yes i don't really know what was happening i mean it looked like it belonged in like a 1980s house 1970s maybe i was not a fan i very quickly talked him out of that and and y'all were at the furniture store like it wasn't a consignment right right we were at the furniture store brand new And that's what he picked out. (laughs) Yes. So I picked out a couple more and had them had him choose his favorite. So we went with a couch that I think is still fairly conservative um, because it has more like traditional arms, but there is no wood paneling on it. Yeah, I, I remember that. (laughs) distinctly I think you sent me a picture and you said which couch like (laughs) Drew picked one out I picked another one out or something and I was like that's ugly (laughs) we sent out a poll we we sent it to maybe five or six people and I think one person liked Drew's couch so I felt a little bad but ours is really comfortable and now he admits that I was right well yeah and couches that's true couches need to be comfortable for sure (laughs) So now that we've kind of shared a little bit of our experience, we can maybe talk about some ways to help you work around this if you ever encounter moving into a space with someone who doesn't match your style, your aesthetic. So number one, my advice would be is to discuss your deal breakers. Just get that out in the open. And one thing that I actually benefited from was my brother-in-law does not like brown couches. My sister had a nice pottery barn brown couch and he had a blue couch. And he's, even though I think her couch was technically nicer, he said, you know, I hate brown couches. Like we have to just have the blue couch. So I got the brown couch. Now, I would have picked out a gray couch if I was going furniture shopping, but I will take the nice Pottery Barn couch any day. So I definitely benefited from someone else's deal breaker. I don't know if I have any necessarily deal breakers. I'm pretty stuck in my style, and luckily I do like Scandinavian things as well, not as much as Jordan does. I think that if you limit them in the room, then it can be very tasteful. But do you have any deal breakers, Jackie? I mean, the wood paneling couch was obviously one. That was, I think most of my deal breakers are more on a furniture by furniture basis. Yeah. And thankfully, most of the things that we got were hand-me-down or furniture pieces we have are hand-me-downs. So we didn't necessarily have a choice and I liked all of them. And then I had a queen size bed when we got married. And thankfully, that is a very traditional bed. It's 
dark cherry sleigh bed and so drew had no problem with that and then we got the matching bedroom set to go with it but i don't have any drew does not like shiplap well and drew doesn't like upholstered dining room chair no he does not which is he also admitted he likes ours by the way okay Yeah, that was a good compromise. It was. So we had five dining room chairs because one of them broke in a way that wouldn't have been fixed looking nice. So five of our dining room chairs are completely wood chairs with arms. Very nice. Very a little farmhousey. But what are you going to do with five chairs? So I wanted two more chairs that matched each other, but not our other ones. So we could have four matching chairs and two matching chairs and drew like Jacqueline said does not like upholstered dining room chairs which I found out like two months ago (laughs) so having just those two they're not ones we use on a normal basis they're ones that we use when we're having more people than just us over so he doesn't have to sit on them very often or ever if he wants to yeah I would definitely say that with the deal breakers is obviously if he has something like one person that I know, her significant other, had this like huge bean bag chair and he wanted to, you know, take it into their house. And so she said, like, that is a deal breaker. So if the person has something already, then bring it up. And then if you're shopping together and you really hate something before you even go look, just get it out in the open and exactly. make it clear, you know, I really don't like this. I can compromise on this and that this is what I would prefer but this can you know this is not okay just like with me and ghost furniture (laughs) exactly that's I mean just Jordan knows or if he doesn't know he probably doesn't know ghost furniture exists but if you guys are going to look for something you're gonna tell him up front I don't like ghost furniture he we're not looking at it I mean he doesn't like the chairs but he's told me that he likes like some coffee tables and the entryway tables and I've said no. He wouldn't I don't think that he would ever buy it for himself because that is a little feminine and he would probably think that he needed something more masculine but he does like the way it looks so. You can always compromise in a small way. I have an acrylic, so a ghost uh, tray that someone gave us as a wedding gift that we keep on our coffee table. So he still gets some of that ghost furniture without it being obtrusive. Yeah, that that would be very, very true. Does Jordan have any deal breakers or is he kind of leave it up to you? He, he really trusts my taste. Now, the one thing that he did say was color palette is that basically like pinks are off limits. Like I said in our interior design Q&A, I talked about how blush is really the only pink that I'm allowed to use. (laughs) Or not allowed to use, you know, but that wouldn't really freak out my husband. He doesn't have any like super deal breakers because he pretty much trusts my opinion and he thinks I have good taste. I mean, that's why he married me, right? Exactly. So what I think is important is that no matter how you compromise or how you end up decorating your house is that you each have your own space in the house that you can go and it feels all yours. What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree? Yeah, I definitely think, you know, the man caves versus the she sheds is what I've seen it referred to. I haven't seen, have you seen another female version of that? I haven't and I actually know someone that did buy a shed for that purpose. A she shed. I watched that show, She Shed, He Shed, or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. It's on one of those, like, FYI or something like that. 
I think that man caves and she sheds are important. My office is sort of a she shed because I work from home a lot. So my office, you know, it's like blue, pink, and orange, uh, and gold, and white. And I have that blue, pink, and orange rug in there. That was from my bachelorette pad, if you will, that Jordan said, yeah, that has too much pink in it to be in our house. And, you know, I do think that it is important, especially if you have a piece of furniture that you're bringing in that they don't, you know, your significant other doesn't want in the common area. But I do think that the whole idea behind like having a man cave is that it's a space that's decorative and functional for the man. And that uh, implies that the rest of the house isn't. And that's the only thing that bothers me about like man caves or she sheds is I've walked into people's houses and it's just totally all about the woman and the woman's style and it's pink and it's frilly and it's over glamorous and it's like a guy lives here too you know so you really do need to compromise on the style for the whole house and just because you have a man cave doesn't mean that the rest of the house can't be visually pleasing to your partner as well. I agree with you that the whole house should really be both of yours. But having, you know, just a space that is yours, whether it's just your computer or, you know, where your computer sits, it gives you a space to unwind, do your own thing without having to worry about your significant other, your roommate, you know, being on top of you. Uh, So right now, like you, my office is my she shed because I work from home. It also has my sewing machine. I've really just kind of taken it over. And then Drew, I kind of feel bad because he has a corner in our guest room (laughs) for his computer, which is plenty of space for him. If I ever get a job where I'm not working from home, we are definitely going to move him into, so it's our office or our computer room. And we'll each have our own side that will be decorated similarly, but differently. So that way it's still our own space to create. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. Poor, poor Jordan. <laughs> His only like man cave space is the covered porch, like the screen in porch. Oh. And like it was snowing today. Like, oh, so you know, he couldn't even use it. Yeah, like he can't even really use it. But I do let him, you know, he, he'll like lock himself in my office and play a video game or work on a budget or something. That's what he's been doing the past few days is he'll like hold himself in there and work on the budget. So he gets use out of my she shed, but now it's not finished decorated. Uh, I haven't finished decorating it yet. So maybe after I do, he won't want to be in there anymore. Um, but that's how I feel about my office too. Cause I, it's kind of become like the hodgepodge room where we don't know what to do. We'll put furniture yeah. in there. So that's, you know, if Drew ever does move in there, that's when we'll really decorate it. Because right now, I'm in there for work, and that's it. So it's not a huge deal. Right, right. But I definitely think that it's good to have your own space, and it's great, especially if he has a hobby or you have a hobby, like you like crafting, you need a craft room, or his hobby is video games or movies, and he needs his own space for that. You know, more power to it, but don't let that justify having the rest of the house totally in a different taste than his and not not being considerate of his feelings or her feelings. And if he or your, you know, your significant other roommate 
whoever it is doesn't feel comfortable in the rest of the house because it's not their taste it's something that they don't like then they're going to confine themselves to their space all the time and that's not going to be good for your relationship whether you are dating married or if it's a roommate because even if it's a roommate you want to have a relationship with them Yeah, that's a really good point is they may even subconsciously be ostracizing themselves. Exactly. um, Because they don't feel comfortable if it's all in cheetah print or something. (laughs) Keep that to, you know, uh, your own space or your own room if it is a roommate. And that kind of goes along with our last point, which is just learning how to compromise. Something that's very important with compromising is finding a style that you both like. Like Jackie found out that her and Drew actually both like farmhouse, except for Drew doesn't like shiplap. (laughs) And Jordan and I both really like coastal. So our bedroom, um, still not done decorating that either. Jackie, hopefully by the time you come, we'll make some progress, is we kind of have a palm print bedding instead of like a really floral print because I like the botanical prints more than uh, geometric so I really wanted botanical but to be considerate of him I had a very coastal print before but it had flowers on it so this one is purely just leaves. That's a fantastic compromise because it's something you both like, but it's not overly feminine at the same time. Yeah, it's really, it looks very like coastal kind of spa. And that's kind of how I want the whole house to feel is very spa-like because, you know, like every day is a staycation if your house feels like a spa, right? (laughs) Exactly. And then you're going to be excited to come home after work instead of, well, I guess you probably hopefully always feel excited to come home after work, but you feel like you're actually coming home to relax And that you're not, you know, having to be on your best behavior. For sure. Another thing with compromising is finding a style that you both like doesn't mean that everything has to be in that style because you're obviously coming into your relationship with some furniture. I mean, maybe you're not, but you most likely are, especially if you've been working and you could make some of those big purchases or you have hand-me-downs. I mean, you're coming in with something. Find a style that you both like and then just buy accent pieces that will kind of tie both of your stuff together. Absolutely, because you don't want to purchase brand new things if you have something that works perfectly fine and you can make it fit with your style. And there are so many styles that you can blend. You just have to find that right balance. And that's and finding compromise, you don't have to make everything a big deal. You can just add those pieces, those elements, so that way there's still those elements of style. With compromise and Drew not liking shiplap because I am bound and determined to have shiplap in my house, start small. If it's something that they don't like, but maybe they're not, they don't hate it, they just don't like it. They don't want an accent wall in the in the living room. <laughs> Which, that was basically, that's his deal breaker. No shiplap accent walls. So we've been thinking about when the guest room, uh, when we replace the guest room bed and Drew is no longer in it for his personal space of building a shiplap headboard. So there's still a little bit of shiplap, but it's not going to be offensive to Drew in any way. It's a little bit contained. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Don't let Jackie go wild with the shiplap. Um, I would. (laughs) I would be Joanna Gaines in there and be like, oh, let's find out what's behind these walls. It's not shiplap, though. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's like, I was thrilled with the house that we're in right now. It has 
some, I guess it might be like a wood paneling. I don't know. I have it painted a really pretty like white, light, light, light gray color. But it does have texture on the wall, which I love because it just kind of makes it a little bit more interesting than like a plain um, wall. So anyway, that's besides the point. I'm just staring at it right now. And that's why I like shiplap is because it would be texture on the wall. Right, right. And so, you know, maybe just explaining like or showing him a room with like white, you know, the room's white and the shiplap is just a texture, not like a wood color. And you also might find while you're compromising that you like a style that you didn't necessarily realize you liked. I've recently realized I've been drawn to the industrial style as well, which works hand in hand with farmhouse because it again reuses a lot of products for new resources. But I think it's a little more masculine. So it brings in more of that masculine feel to make Drew comfortable. Yeah, Jordan really likes that style as well, which like mechanical almost. Exactly. And something that I didn't mention, but it kind of goes along with compromising, is that one of Jordan's hobbies is to collect military items and like patches. So we have like helmets and patches and special forces lighters and all this military stuff. And so I've been trying to find clever ways to kind of tie it into my decor. Uh, Still working on that. I'll keep you updated. But it is a challenging thing when you have a partner who collects something and does want to display them because, you know, they're really nice quality. If they're a collector, then, you know, they're going to only collect things that are nice. So... That military is, I'm going to be interested to see what you do with it. Because I'm also a collector, but mine are shot glasses. So they are, one, easy to display. Two, you keep them to the dining room and the kitchen. And they make perfect sense. But military, that's going to be a challenge. So I'm interested to see what you do. Some of his patches are really, really cool. So, and he actually has some frames for them. So like, we'll put some framed patches on the bookshelves and like in the built-ins in the living room. But I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with his framed, like, black and white Vietnam photos or his certificate of authenticity with special forces stuff that he has framed that he wants to hang. So we're working on it. Um. (laughs) Which that's part of that compromise is, you know, figuring out what's important to your partner, not just style-wise, but actual sentimental things right so like maybe if he displays those in one room then i'll get to put extra throw pillows because i like a lot of throw pillows (laughs) so i'll get another layer of throw pillows on the couch or something We would love to hear from y'all if you've recently moved in with a significant other or got married and you had to merge your styles, maybe some crazy deal breakers like the beanbag that I was talking about or a brown couch or anything upholstered dining room chairs. So please let us know. You can find us on Instagram at Shabby and Chic Podcast or on Pinterest at, and that's just Shabby and Chic Podcast. And thank you guys for so much for listening and your feedback continues to just be so motivating for us. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you want to hear from us. So please just continue to share us with your friends and review us and let us know what you want future episodes to be about. And make sure that you subscribe to us because then you will never miss an episode. And something that I think that we really need to start doing is I would love to repost any of our listeners' content on our Instagram. 
So if you use hashtag Shabby and Chic podcast, then we will repost some people's stuff. So whether you made any of our slow cooker recipes from last week or you have a really cool interior design project or winter decor project, just tag us and we will repost. Absolutely. And join us next week as we talk about all things Valentine's Day. I cannot believe that it is already time to talk about Valentine's Day. You know what that means? Carts everywhere and a really good Target $1 section. That's what I was going to say. Target $1 section. You might want to go now because it sells out fast. <laughs>